morning, bitches, and welcome to Wellness for Real, the podcast where we talk about all things wellness. I'm your host. My name is Marlena, and if you're new here, welcome. We have so many amazing episodes, so make sure you go back and check those out as well. We talk about everything on this show. I was inspired to start this podcast after uh, finally finding success in my own weight loss and wellness journey uh, by finally shedding all of the toxic diet culture bullshit and just embracing finding what works for me. So we share other people's stories, uh, tips, tricks, all the things, um, and we talk about it all. So buckle up, y'all, because it's about to get real. morning bitches and welcome back to wellness for real and y'all we have a special treat for you today it is the first in our new series monthly moments with mar and brit so of course i'm mar okay marlena and i got brit here hi guys i'm so excited to be here it's always a fun time Yes. So Brit, aka Brit Pope, who has been on the show twice. So if you haven't heard those episodes, definitely go back and listen to them. They're amazing. Uh, just like you and you and I actually did a live on Instagram and like, we talk all the time. So yeah, we do like literally, I mean, (laughs) yeah, we became fast friends, um, through the internet and we got to meet in person and like, we just talk all the time and vibe all the time. And we did this live on Instagram, um, about finances and it was so good, even though Instagram fucking deleted it. Oh my God. I'm still pissed about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was not simultaneously recording for the podcast. Um, but after that, I was like, dude, we need to start like some type of like new series on the podcast or something with you because like you and I just vibe so well and you're really going through, um, like huge life changes. I'm going through huge life changes. We're obviously still focused on our wellness as well. Um, so I think what we're going to be doing on this monthly moments series is just kind of reviewing our previous month and our goals and where we're at and then looking at what we're looking to do in the next month. So this episode uh, or this series, the episodes will air typically like at the end or the beginning of every month. So yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah, I think it'll be a lot of fun. And it's always nice to kind of like have that review. And I think the month is going to definitely give us a good time frame to actually see what we've done and, and be able to review because sometimes like week by week things like it just, you know, it's too short, not enough time. Yeah, for sure. Because when you're trying to make big changes in your life, it's like, yeah, like two days of, (laughs) of saving or two days of working out. Like, obviously like you're not going to see progress that quickly, but a month, a lot can happen in a month and you can really start to develop new habits. So I want you to kind of talk about, uh, what January looks like for you. What have been your major goals? Oh my gosh. January 1st feels like yesterday, but also like so long ago. <laughs> literally. <laughs> like, I'm living with family right now. So literally last night me and Adam were just talking about this. I was like, it feels like an eternity. <laughs> so, <laughs> January has felt like the longest month of my fucking life. Oh my God. It really has been. But like, I feel like with your situation, you're going to look back and be like, damn, we went through all that. And now we're here. It's yeah. going to be so much worth it. And hopefully totally. that turns Hopefully your situation, like you guys find a house soon. Cause I think 
it'll be so nice for you. Yes. Yes. But sorry, continue with your January goals. Yeah. So my goals going into January, well, first I initially was going to be having surgery, um, a pretty major surgery, um, fixing, I have like a good portion of my stomach and my chest from when I was pregnant. So, so wild. Oh my God. Insane. Like the things kids do to your body. It's just crazy. And then they like come out and don't even know like what, <laughs> what happened. It's <laughs> I don't say sorry. Or... No, no. Unappreciative asses. No, I love my kids, but, um, but yeah, so I knew that I was going to be having the surgery about two weeks into January. So I have been consistently working on cookies Um, which is absolutely crazy because remember the last time we filmed um, the episode when I went to Florida and I was in my car (laughs) and I was like, I think I want to start cookies. (laughs) And now like, you know, I've been consistently doing it for the last couple months. Uh, Yeah. You have a booming business. That's amazing. it's It's just, it's crazy. So I had to put a little bit on pause in January because of the surgery. I didn't want to risk like rushing orders and just not really putting all my effort into it so I did put it on pause but during that time I was really focusing on um like my mental health and getting my workouts in and just those types of things and so during that time frame like it was going really good you know I've never really had an issue with consistency lately with my workouts um but once like a couple of days before my surgery was about to hit, um, or I was about to have my surgery, I got the call that they canceled all surgeries because of COVID. And I was so mad. I mean, Fucking I, get COVID. It. I get it. Like COVID's a situation right now, but what the fuck? Like I've been mentally preparing myself for this surgery for so fucking long. It's and it's not like a cosmetic surgery no. or like, this is like something that is like heavily affecting your quality of life. Oh my gosh. Like it's, it's just, and for the longest time, like I wasn't going to have the surgery because of how afraid I was of the whole process of like a breathing tube and all this shit. And I think for me, like my turning point for having the surgery was going to, was like when I thought to myself, like, okay, but if I could get a free tummy tuck tomorrow, would I do it and not be free <laughs> Yeah, I would. Like I have no if, answer, but I'd be on that table, like ready to go. So I thought to myself, like, okay, if I would do that, then fuck it, let's do that. So I got myself into this space where I was prepared to do it. Then I got the call that they canceled it on me and I was fucking furious. I was so mad. So during that time, since I wasn't doing cookies, I was doing a lot of like side hustling, like Instacart, um, things like that, mainly Instacart to make some money. And I was working towards my goal of my savings plan, my $20,000 savings plan for this year, which is probably like my biggest goal generally for this year and monthly. Um, So with Instacart, I was doing like all day, like maybe three to five orders or six orders. And I'd make around like $120 an order depending on, you know, um, the day and the orders that I chose and the situation that's going on with the kids. Cause it's not always easy to do stuff with, with children around. But, um, but I pretty much was doing that up until my surgery. And then once I got the call that it was being canceled, I, um, I decided, 
you know, let's just jump back into the cookies. I said, you know what, everyone not having surgery, give me all your orders. I'll take care of them all right now. You know? <laughs> so I just jumped right back into it. And since then I've just been hustling, throwing them out. I uh, decided screw it since I'm not getting surgery. I'm just going to jump into getting a part-time job um, and just really take advantage of all the time that I could have, you know, been yeah. getting stuff done and haven't, and just kind of start getting this motion going, you know? Yeah, totally. So let's back it up. Let's talk about this $20,000 savings plan that you have. This is your goal for this year for 2022. Um, so what, like, why do you have this goal? Like, what's the ult, like, what's the end result? Like, what are you working towards? Yeah. So it's, it's crazy because like on New Year's Eve, I was thinking to myself and I was talking to Mariel, I was like, we need to come up with a, a savings plan, like a plan. You know, I, we, we've been wanting to move to Florida for so long. That's where, you know, my kids with the open adoption are. And so I thought to myself, okay, I have been successful in things that I have planned properly. And I take the time to actually do a step-by-step -step process of how I will get there. And this year I lost a good amount of weight, how I plan, plan my meals. I do all the things that I can do. So fuck it. Why not try it? <clears throat> when it comes to financial, when it comes to money. So I started like looking on the internet. I was like, hmm, savings plans. And I saw some like templates and whatnot. And um, I got a template for a $20,000 savings plan. Why $20,000? Well, originally I was planning 10,000 because we want to move to Florida. But then I thought 10,000, let's try 20,000. Like let's, <laughs> let's just do it because halfway through the year that would put us at our $10,000 goal. So realistically, we'd like to move to Florida by the fall. Okay. Obviously there's so many variables that are gonna take play into us moving. And obviously like people watching your journey can see how that is obviously like part of the buying a home journey. Um, but Realistically, I'd like to get to the 10,000 mark halfway through the year. So that way we can at least apply for, um, what is it called? What is it? Like a home your, loan um, or? Yeah, get pre-approved. Oh, yes, right? your pre-approval pre process. <laughs> I don't know what it was called. I forgot. Because you're trying to buy a home. You're not just trying to move to Florida. You're trying to buy a home there and yeah. like build a life there, right? Exactly, yeah. So we're trying to buy a home, build a life, move down there with the kids you know, we want our feet implanted in the ground permanently yeah. where we want to be. And that's where we want to be. So that's why we started this uh, savings plan. Yeah. It's to ultimately be able to move. Yeah. And for you, like I know last year, um, you spent a lot of time like starting to fix your credit. And that's kind of what we talked about in the Instagram live was how, how little so many of us know about finances. And like, um, especially if you come from like, generational scarcity. Um, it's not something that we're really taught, right? Like how to save money, how to build a good credit score, um, how to pay off debt properly, um, which we do have some episodes on the podcast that are specifically uh, dedicated to finances. But I wanted to kind of touch on some of the just simple, like the the basics, right? The um, Because it's something that I did, but I didn't share the process. It's something I just kind of did. And I was like, I did this. This is how I did it. <laughs> um, but you're like sharing it, like while you're going through the process. And I love that because it shows people that 
I feel like so often, especially like on the internet and on social media, like people see the end result and they're like, oh, that looks easy. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, no, you didn't see all the shit in between. And like, you're sharing all the shit in between. That's actually like hard, right? The process of doing this. So your savings plan of $20,000 for the year um, is broken down into a weekly amount, right? Yeah. Three. So we're going with $385 a week and it's absolutely insane. The amount of messages I get every week that I post, you know, I color in my little heart template of people who are saying, how the hell are you saving $385 a week? Or how are you doing that? We barely manage our bills. How are you able to save it? And I know some people might get like offended when people message them that, but like, I try and see it from like what my eyes would have seen from like two years ago. And I would have probably thought the same thing too. Um, but I think that showing this journey is going to help a lot of people who are commonly in the same financial situation as me. Um, and a lot of people, but I just don't think it's talked about a lot on social media because commonly people portray, obviously like you show off what you want to show off on the internet, but people like to show the good and not the bad. And therefore like, it just doesn't seem realistic and it makes people uncomfortable to talk about financial situations. People don't want to look like they're struggling, but I think it's nice to be able to show people that if you really want something and you really want to get something done, like you can do it. You just have to put the time, put the effort, find ways. If you really want something, you'll do it. So yeah, I'm excited to be sharing about it in this whole journey because I told Mario so many times, I'm like, I cannot wait till the end of the year when I look back at my 52 week savings plan highlight and just see all the steps and everything we did to get to where we're at. Yeah. So amazing. And I think that with saving money, everybody feels like they have to have a large amount of money to save money. And it's like, no, you don't. Even if you're just putting away five to $10 per day, Mm -hmm. pennies make dollars. Like that shit adds up over time. Like, um, and there's so many of us and we're not talking about this to like shame anybody because we came from like really bad financial situations. I know when Adam and I wanted to buy our house. I think both of our credit scores were like in the four hundreds. Mine was probably like in the low four. Like it was bad. Mine was. Yeah. Mine was too. (laughs) Yeah. We had, we had debt. I had more, I had more debt than he did. I had probably close to 20 grand in debt. And most of it was like stupid credit card debt, you know, from department stores and all this shit and, you know, collections and all these things. And Like it really just took, and we were in a great financial situation when we decided to pay all this shit off. We didn't really Mm -hmm. have, we were in that situation where we felt like we were living paycheck to paycheck, but it really took a massive amount of accountability and Mm -hmm. discipline to be like, no, we're not going to go out to eat. And instead of doing that, I'm going to take that money that we would have spent and I'm going to put it towards this bill. And just like, if you have a lot of debt, um, just write all that debt out. That's probably the hardest fucking part is holding yourself accountable, right? (laughs) Writing all that debt out and just starting at the lowest number and focusing on that, paying your minimum on everything else, focus on that, pay that off and just keep doing that, you know? And it's like, before you know it, because time goes by either way, right? We say that all the time with weight loss, right? Time's going to pass by either way. It's the same for your finances. Um, 
And it's crazy because like, I was just talking about this yesterday, last year. I mean, I don't know if you remember, but I would post about going to Starbucks almost every day, every other day. Like <laughs> I would go to Chick-fil-A and get some fries for the girls. And I go to Starbucks and go this and that. And now that I've tried that, that, that I'm like trying to put myself in that, like mindset of realizing when I'm having that urge to go buy something like, and the fact that I'm saving currently, I'm like, why the heck didn't I start doing this sooner? Imagine how much money I would have saved instead of all this money that I'm spending, you know? And I know sometimes like, I thought that like, we didn't have money or, you know, when really it was probably a good portion of our money was probably being irresponsibly spent, but I wasn't really aware of it. You know what I mean? And now I just, I feel like I'm seeing it in myself more and it's a crazy realization when you start to recognize it, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and I know we've talked about like fixing your credit. Like, I think a lot of people don't even know that you can do that. They think that once their credit score is bad, it's going to be that way forever. And it is, it's not easy. Again, no. it's hard work. And actually I have a story to share with you, Britt, because I know you and I talk about this stuff all the time, but oh, collections, y'all collections will be the death of me. Like just from being irresponsible in my early adulthood, right. And having these things in collections, yo, it takes so much grit <laughs> to deal with these fucking people, oh these God. collection agencies. And like, for example, I have been dealing with fucking emergency dental for over five years. This is over a $43 bill y'all. Oh my God. This dude, fuck you, Tim Gilbert (laughs) finance guy at fucking emergency dental trying to ruin my life. Literally for the last five years, I saw you post something about the Experian app. Right. And I use credit karma. So I was like, Oh, let me download Experian and see like if you know, my shit all matches up or whatever. (sighs) Is it on there? Is it's it there? still on my motherfucking credit report on my experience. Oh my God. It's not on my TransUnion. It's not on my Equifax, but it's on my experience. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Last oh time I talked God. to this dude was in 2018. We settled everything. He was supposed to contact the collection agency to make sure that they deleted it off of their records. And he never fucking did. Oh my and God. that's how these people are. So it's like, obviously, ideally, you just don't even want to end up in collections at all. Right. Yeah. But when you do make sure you're fucking following up with these people and same thing. I don't know if you remember this last year. I was so excited because we finally paid off the last of Adam's um, collections. He had a lot of stuff in collections. I opened the mail just the other day and fucking Verizon did oh my not, God. did not delete the account. And they're trying to recharge us the same shit all over again. Oh, hell no. So like, you cannot let these collection people push you around. I got to call them just like I called Tim flip <laughs> fucking shit. Fucking Tim. <laughs> Tell him, Oh, Tim, I will find you and I will ruin your fucking life. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like when we had that live and we were talking about like credit and all that, like, I think one thing that I think is so important to say, make sure you get documentation and not just emails. Like make sure you ask these collection agencies, like, yes, I'll settle for less or yes, we'll pay it off. But I need XYZ email to me. I want XYZ mailed to me in paper form with all this information on it. Because yeah, so, if not, they can just like, they can yeah. just 
say, the, oh, you never the collection paid it. industry, there's so few regulations. Nobody's paying attention to what they're doing. Nobody gives a fuck. All the government cares about is what they have to say and what they are reporting to the credit bureaus. They don't give a fuck about whether they're being honest or not. Like there's, it's such an awful situation, but if you have things in collections, that's what you have to do is you have to reach out to these people only pay in full for deletion and or closing of that account and make sure you're getting documentation of that shit because they yes. will try to fuck you over and they will try to get everything out of you. They will try to suck the life out of you for a decade it's over insane. $300. It is fucking like stupid. Don't these people get sick of this shit? I mean, it's their job, but I feel like I would get fucking sick of it. I, mean, I worked in I worked in collections actually briefly at one point in my life. I was a telemarketer for a very long time, actually. Uh, it was like my first like legit job. I mean, I, I don't know if it was super legit, but it was like my first job that I held for a long time. I actually did it for like six or seven years um, and a period of time in that I also worked in our collections department. And I was like, I can't fucking do this. I can't I do this. There. I'd be like the bitchiest person alive. Like I'd be go coming home flipping shit every day because like yeah. if people were giving me attitude all day long, it would just piss me off. So I give you credit for that because shit, yeah. I wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so you slayed all of your goals for January, right? Oh, you, you colored in all your bubbles. I colored in my bubbles and actually I colored more than just my regular bubbles. So I'm a little proud of that, but it's amazing. It's great. It feels You're great. Giving and yourself feels, a buffer, right? Oh my God. Literally like, because who knows what could happen? I mean, maybe one week I don't, I don't make it a bill pops up. I need to pay something, you know, it's nice to kind of get ahead when I can, but it's also super motivating too. It's like, yeah, like you got that snowball built and now we're just gonna make a roll from here you know and and that's with like everything in life weight loss fitness you know anything like once you get that initial once you get your feet wet that's it like yes. it just takes off from there so I'm really freaking excited and I'm excited for the months to come yeah yeah taking that first step is always the hardest yeah exactly <laughs> what about you don't you have some pretty amazing things coming up for February I mean, yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. So uh, for January, I didn't really set like major, like very specific goals. It was more like survive. And sometimes it's like that. And I think it's important to talk about that, that, you know, like sometimes for the month, like you're like, okay, my goal is just to maintain what I'm already doing so that I can get through this period of my life. So that's kind of where I was at for the beginning of this year. I do have goals for the entire year, but they're not super crazy. I want to learn to invest this year. Um, I do want to plan a wellness for real retreat. That is on my goals for this oh year. <laughs> um, so yes. But right now I'm super focused on preparing for my surgery. Um, oh. so I am having cosmetic surgery. Um, I'm having a tummy tuck and a chin augmentation in, oh my God, like three weeks. I'm so excited crazy. I'm so yes. excited. So my goal for this month is really just to make sure that my body is as healthy as possible going into this surgery. Um, so I started adding daily Peloton rides into my routine just to really get my cardio like top notch shape. Um, this week will be my, my last week of smoking pot before oh my, my surgery. <laughs> sad, but smoking. Oh, yeah. 
for sure. Uh, smoking is obviously not ideal when you're being put under. Um, so yeah, so I won't be smoking the two weeks leading up and I'm sure I won't be smoking after cause I'll be like uncomfortable and shit, but I, I'll have edibles. So I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And just, I mean, we're in the middle of like trying to find a home, but honestly, like, Oh, it's, oh my gosh. it's not even a goal because it's, there's so many factors that are out of our control. Yeah. So it's like hard to even set goals around that. It's kind of like, just get through it. <laughs> Let life kind of bring us where we need to be. Um, but I have an Airbnb set up for my surgery. So, um, I have that for two weeks and my mom's going to be taking care of me that like first week. Um, so yeah, I feel super prepared. I've done so much due diligence. I've literally been watching videos of surgeries online. Cause like, that's the type of person I am. Like I love information. Like if I'm doing something, especially something this big, like I need all of the information I can get. I need to know like, what's going to happen to me while I'm out. Like even when I got my wisdom teeth removed last month, girl, for a week leading up to that shit, I was watching videos of, of people getting their wisdom teeth removed. I would not do that. Like I made with the tummy tuck, but I wouldn't do the mouth situation. That would freak me out. <laughs> it is. There's some gross videos of people getting their wisdom teeth removed. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's just how I am. Like, that's just how my brain functions. Like I, in order to feel at ease, like I need all the information, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. yeah, yeah so. I mean- February will be really focused on that and then just recovering. Right. So March will be all about recovering for me. So. Oh my gosh. It's so exciting. And I'm like, so excited to watch this happen with you because I mean, you're going to look amazing. I honestly like, can't, I don't know. It's hard to even fathom just because my body has looked this way literally for as long as I can remember, like with having like a belly pouch, you know? So that's obviously the main thing. Like I wouldn't be getting the chin augmentation if I wasn't already going under for the tummy tuck. Right. So I was like, well, well, you're you're in there. Why not take care of something else? I don't really like, (laughs) um, but yeah, it's, uh, I like, even the other day I was riding on my bike, you know, and my belly just like sitting in my lap, you know, like just yeah. swishing back and forth with me. And I'm like, you know, and I, I said to stop for a second and be like, wow, like in, in the next time I ride after this, right. After the surgery, obviously you gotta wait like four to six weeks or whatever, but I'm like exercising without having this here. Like, it's just crazy. Like being able to wear like regular ass underwear like without it, like rolling up under my roll. Oh my like, God. You know, stuff like that. Like I've literally never ever in my entire life been able to just like go into Victoria's secret and like, comf- like I would do it, but I, I would never wear that stuff because it wasn't comfortable on my body, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Oh just gosh. being able to do that. Adam's um, going to like go to Victoria's secret secretly buy you some, some <laughs> new lingerie or outfits and be like, here, oh my gosh, you it better not. That shit's expensive. I'll order it some is. cheap shit on Amazon. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand the hype over Victoria's secret. Like the underwear is like, in my opinion, it's built for like really small, like short, small, very yeah. petite, like yeah. really, really, really small people. And it's just never been comfortable on me. I feel like, yeah very uncomfortable down there. When, when totally. I, <laughs> I know we, we actually went into Victoria's secret when we went Christmas shopping at the ball of America. And I hadn't actually been in a Victoria's secret. Oh my God. 
probably since like my early twenties, you know, and it was so nostalgic and I was literally just like grabbing shit. I was like, Oh my God. God." Yeah. Was way too much in there. Um, but their perfumes are still pretty fire. So yeah, there's that. And they had like cute pajama sets and slippers and stuff like that. So it's not all just lingerie, but yeah, I don't know. It's, um, it's crazy, but I want to circle back to, you mentioned Adam, because I want to talk about this because I feel like this is something that isn't talked about much leading up to cosmetic surgery. Like obviously Adam has known me for close to 20 years. I feel so fucking old saying that, <laughs> um, you know, and we've been intimate since we were teenagers, you know, so we, we know each other, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Oh, yeah. So I, we have had to have had to have multiple conversations leading up to this. Like, how do you feel about this? Like my body is going to look completely different. Right. And like, look, like my husband loves me no matter what, but there's still like a mental aspect to that. Right. Like, so we've had to have conversations about that. Like, what are his concerns? What are his worries? Like, what are his insecurities about the situation? You know, like, does he have any, um, concerning feelings or things like that? You know, so we've had to have some really, very honest, deep conversations leading up to this, because I feel like a lot of people don't prepare themselves mentally when they go into surgery like this. Like you don't realize how changing your body affects your mind, you know, and not just yours, but if you're in a partnership with somebody else, like that could affect them too. And that's not, that's not like a bad thing or like, that doesn't, I don't know. Like, do you get what I'm trying to say? I do because you want to know something. My mom had a weight loss surgery and after she had surgery, like her demeanor, everything changed and her and my dad ended up splitting after 13 years. So I 100% get what you're saying. And I think that it's nice that you two have such a great relationship that you can sit there and actually have those conversations. Cause I think a lot of times people just go into these things like, fuck it. I don't care. I want this done. So I'm doing it. And they avoid the conversation and then they end up paying for it later when they're trying to deal with the uncomfortable situations that weren't talked about. So I think it's really nice that you guys got to have that conversation. I get what you're saying. 100%. Yeah. And we've had multiple conversations, right. And like, I don't know, I think that's just super important. Um, but yeah, I've just been really preparing myself mentally preparing the people around me too, you know, cause it's not just about me. Like, obviously this is for me, right. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. um, but it isn't like, I don't know. I, I try not to be like a super selfish, self-involved person. <laughs> um, so, you know, like, it's not just about me, right. It affects other people too. So even like initially Adam was going to be taking care of me in that first week, he was going to take off of work. And like, when I got my wisdom teeth removed, like it was totally a test for him <laughs> Oh my his, gosh! on his caretaking <laughs> skills. And let me tell you, I love that man. And he has the biggest heart but he is not a good caretaker. <laughs> you know, he's like by day two, he was like, I'm fucking over this shit. Like, you know, like I need to get the fuck out of here. Pretty much. Right. So, so we had a conversation about that. I had a conversation with my therapist about it, you know, and she's like, it's okay for you to like, for him to not be like, the person that you need to go through that. And she's like, who is the one person that like, is the best caretaker, you know, and I'm like, my mom, obviously, right? Like my mom, like literally nobody else. So my mom has actually been through the surgery herself. She had a tummy tuck, um, and breast augmentation 
quite a while ago. It was like, I think it was like over 10 years ago, but um, yeah, it was like, mom. <laughs> well, it's nice that she kind of went through that already too. So she yeah. kind of has an expectation of what, what you're going to need help with. So it's nice to know that you totally. have like that kind of good support. Yeah. So, yep. So she'll be with me the first week. Um, so yeah, I'm super thankful for that, but I think, yeah, just like being like recognizing those things and like being aware of them and not feeling like shame around it. Cause I feel like so many people in a relationship would like expect their spouse to like become someone they're not. And we do that so often. And I used to do that all the time. And sometimes I still have to check myself on that. Um, but like, I can't expect my husband to all of a sudden be like a nurse, you know, yeah. like <laughs> when that's not something that he was shown growing up, like it's not a skill that he has, you know? So it's just like, and yeah, if, if need be, he would fucking take care of me and he would do his best, you know? Yeah. But <laughs> if you have options, might as well use them. Absolutely. Right. So I think having those conversations and just really preparing myself. So like, I feel like people think it's just like, oh, you're going to have surgery and then you just make the appointment and you go have the surgery and then you're just like, you're good, you know? And it's like, no, there's like so many freaking working parts to all of it. So <sighs> I think with, uh, I-, I was doing a little bit of research on um, tummy tucks and part of the reason why I was doing a little bit of research on tummy tucks, which I never shared on Instagram. <laughs> Yeah. Why, why were you here in Minnesota? Oh my gosh. <laughs> For one day. <laughs> wow. Talk about an impulsive decision that turned out to be such a fun decision. I yeah. mean, so I was totally influenced by you and, and your doctor. Um, and I had been following your doctor, um, for some time and he had reached out to me about, um, like saying like, Oh, thank you for like your, um, what, what is it like support on my posts and this and that. And I started talking to him back, just saying like, oh, you know, at some point I'd like to get a tummy tuck, you know, just an idea thrown out in the air. And so he offered to have me come in and just, you know, um, take a look at the process and what he would recommend in this and that. So I never shared this on Instagram and I usually share everything on Instagram, <laughs> but like, this is one of those things that like, if I, if it didn't end up happening, my inbox, like, I don't think I could take what my inbox would have. Why didn't this happen? Oh, this, oh, how could you afford it? Or this, or how, like, you know what I mean? I just didn't even nosy. Like, and I, I, and I can't complain because like, I put all this information out there, but at the same time, like, I don't want to like flip out on someone over like putting (laughs) some shit out, like stop fucking asking me. You know what I mean? So anyways, I did kind of like show that I went out there and, you know, obviously like we hung out, which was the highlight obviously of the trip and you showed me around. Uh, But initially I went over there with plans to want to have a tummy tuck. I was going to come up with a savings plan um, for a chunk of the, you know, the process. I was going to figure it all out. Um, but I didn't actually put a plan in place and I went there. He was a super nice doctor. The staff was amazing. Everything you say about them is, is definitely true. Um, but I realized shortly after that, that's not something that I'm going to want to have for some time. Um, I had talked to a few close friends on Instagram and I initially was going to go through with it. Like I set a date, like I set a date in March, I think it was March I don't know, March 3rd or something like I was going to do it. And in my mind, I thought like, okay, I could say this, 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 but 
when I started thinking about like, okay, what is the number one thing that I want right now? And that is to get my foot implanted in the ground that I want to be in for the rest of my life. And then take something that maybe isn't as a, much of a priority for me and do that later. So for me, buying a house is our first home is probably the top priority for us. Um, so that kind of got pushed back, but I didn't want to talk about it a lot on Instagram because I just didn't want to have to answer anyone. And then people miss it. And they ask questions. It's just a situation I wanted to avoid, but I figured it'd be nice to finally share about it like a couple months later <laughs> on here. But yeah, yes. like I, I had it dead set in my mind that I was going to get it done and I was going to come there. I, I asked you to, to give me a ride back to an Airbnb. And like, I, I literally, I was going to get it done, you know, but shit happens, things change, goals change. And, um, you know, that's put on the back burner a little bit and I'm just going to focus on the house. And it's crazy. I had told my family that I was going to get it done. And I told them what was going to happen. You want to know what they said to me? you don't need to get that done. You don't need to be looking like Barbie. You got other priorities you should be focusing on. Haters. Shut the fuck up. Like you're just, you're just, oh, I can't sometimes. Like I can't with the toxic, like the toxic shit that family gives off on you. Like I feel like family should be encouraging and happy for you. But I mean, it just, I think this happens with a lot of people. If, if someone doesn't get something that they wish they had, but don't put the work into, it's all jealousy at the end of the day, you know? Totally. And I just so. love that you're always so willing to, you're like me, like you just go with the flow, right? <laughs> like you go with the yeah. flow and you're like, all right, well, this isn't meant for me right now. And that's okay. Right. Like, yeah. I feel like so often people like just get so devastated by change and I understand that we're all different. We all deal with shit differently, but like, man, if you can just learn to just be like, all right, well, that wasn't for me. Something else is. And I just got to keep moving forward. You know, it's like yeah. when we focus on like the disappointment or, you know, whatever. And it's, I'm, that's not to say that you, I'm sure there was, you were a little sad about it. Right. Like, Oh yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I mean, everyone who wants a tummy tuck sits there <laughs> and pulls their stomach in, in the mirror and be like, Hey, this is what I would look like if yep. I had this, you know, but yes. it'll happen in the future. Why? Because right. I know that when I want something to happen, it'll happen. This right. may not be the right time and I'll, you know, but, yes. uh, things fall into place when they're meant to fall into place. And I think once you learn to accept that, then situations like this become a little bit easier. I mean, it's crazy because you think you could think back a, from a year ago and be like, that's why I had to go through that to get to where I am today. And it makes so much more sense. So by putting yourself in that mindset and just telling yourself, like, I know that there's a reason why this is happening. I don't know now, but I will in the future it kind of makes the current situation just a little bit easier in terms of moving forward away from that and not focusing on the negative part of the situation. Yeah, absolutely. And the fact that you're such a positive person, despite coming from some, such a like toxic family, like, yeah, you know, structure, um, just says so much about like your resilience. Yeah. I mean, I just want to break the cycle Yes. Weird, and you are, you are breaking the cycle. And I just, I'm so proud of you. And I like, that's why I was like, we got to do this like series and just kind of share, you know, month to month where we're at with our goals, because it's not always easy. Right. And I feel like even just watching stories, like people see you color in that bubble and they're like, 
a lot of people will see that and think, oh, that was easy for her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look how easy coloring that fucking bubble is. What they don't yeah. see is, the, I'm sure, the blood, the sweat, the tears, the sleepless nights, the yeah, right, the waking up at three in the morning. Yeah. I had some lady message me the other day and said, you know, she says she goes, "You're portraying that you that it's okay to sacrifice sleep to to meet financial goals, and you could have someone." who is going to go and work only a couple hours and it's going to affect their mental health. And since you are influencing people, you need to make sure that you're not portraying. I said, sorry, but if they're not responsible enough to know that they need to get six, seven hours of sleep, that's not on me. I'm not going to walk on eggshells for everyone. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I share a lot of shit. I share, you see me when I wake up three 30 in the morning, the clock's on there. Like you see that in my stories, like what do you want me to do? Have a fucking GoPro on me all day long so you can see everything? Like, you know, it, it is what it is. And it's, 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 it it is. and it's always, it's always so interesting to me how quickly people will project their shit onto you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't watch your stories and think, oh, I need to start waking up at 3 30 in the morning in order to achieve my goals. Yeah. Like, no, we're not the same fucking people. We don't have no. the same life. We don't have the same, like, and you, you are someone who can function on five, six hours of sleep and that's sufficient for you. And it's not like, and in you're talking about, okay, I know that I need to get more rest tonight. So I'm going to sacrifice this thing, right? Like you're showing the realistic side of what it takes to achieve a big goal like this, right? Exactly. Like it, it requires discipline. It requires you to make sacrifices. Like you're not like on your Instagram being like, fuck sleep. Y'all need yeah. to stop sleeping. Like, exactly. Like, and you can fuck. even you can even see, like, I've been talking about how, like, and, and this is one of my February goals, but how I haven't been able, and this isn't an excuse at all, but I have not been able to be able to be consistent with physically getting to the gym. Why? Because the week and a half, two weeks that I have, I became so mentally exhausted that I could not focus on like anything I was trying to do. And it was making me angry. And I recognized that. And I pulled away a little bit. I said, you know what, let me try and go every other day. So that way on the day that I don't go, I can go to sleep a little bit earlier, you know? So I'm trying to find ways to make things work to help me be able to reach my goals, but also be able to be sane, get my sleep and still feel good. You know what I mean? And, you know, I, I try and show that. If, if they don't see it, which is hard to believe that they don't see, I think it kind of just is uh, a little dust being thrown on my shoulders just because they don't want to realize that it can be a realistic to make things like this happen and yes. be comfortable in their situation. So that's what I was going to say is like people like that just don't want to see it because they don't believe that they could achieve it. They don't believe exactly. in themselves. So they want to project that shit and their insecurities onto you. Which is like, it just comes with having like, you know, a a platform like that, but it's still like, still fucking sucks, you know? And it kind of, I mean, it sucks, but it's crazy to think that like people can be in that negative of a mindset. And I think that like my family's very much in that, that same mindset too. And I think sometimes you just, you have to block that shit out because at the end of the day, that shit is not gonna affect you in a positive way and it really doesn't mean anything you know what you're doing you know what you're trying to do to get there like focus on that and I mean you'll get there I mean that's just the way I'm seeing it so people can say shit all they want I don't care I'm still gonna get there and do what I need to do to get there you know 
Right. Yeah. And you're doing this for your family's future. Like if you're not willing to sacrifice a couple hours of sleep to build a good future for your children, or you're offended by somebody else doing that, you got some inner work to do, boo-boo. Yeah, I feel that. And so like for me, for February, um, I think going into February, one of my biggest things that I want to work on is being able to find a good balance of um, being able to do what I'm doing to make money. So like making my cookies, I work um, an early morning shift six days a week, being able to find that balance between that and focusing on my mental health. And by mental health, I mean getting a workout in because right now, a lot of times people see on social media, oh, they're working out because they want to lose weight or, oh, they're working out because they want to, you know, get fit or gain muscle for me right now. I need my workouts to not be in a fucking bitchy mood all day long. <laughs> like I do like, yeah. and it's crazy because I love my kids to death, but I need space. Um, it gives me a lot of anxiety. Um, just kind of being home all day, every day, trying to do what I'm doing. Um, I need that time away to refocus, to relevel myself. And I know I've shared a lot about it over time when, whenever I'm in like an emotional situation or I have something happen, like with Elena, with IEP meetings or this and that, the gym has always been my go-to to relevel myself mentally. So I know I need it, you know, I know I need it, but how am I going to be able to get it and be able to maintain doing everything else with it? So that's kind of my goal going into February. What is my goal? I need to find this balance. How am I going to do it? Well, it's kind of hard to figure out, but you got to figure it out because if you don't figure it out, you're not going to be able to do it. So for me, I'm not a huge at home person workout. I, I need time away outside of this house. <laughs> right. That it's just, that's what it comes down to. I, I, if I didn't have kids, I had a gym set up. That would be a different story, you know, but, um, but I think for me, maybe even going two or three times a week, just something that I can have consistency with and be able to look forward to and know that I'm going to be able to get that like release in a sense, you know? Yeah. So I think that's probably my biggest goals. Everything else is out there. You know, I'm, I'm doing those things with it, but that's my biggest goal because I know that's my, that's one thing that I need most right now. Yeah. I love that. And so I mean, we'll, re- we'll revisit all this at the end of February and kind of see where we're at and how we did with everything that month or this month coming up. Um, and we just want to share this stuff because, uh, like I said, I feel like on Instagram, like there's only so much you can get in a little 15 minute or 15 second <laughs> clip, right? Yeah, like, so yeah. Um, we'll just kind of be going more into depth with all this stuff. And we'd love to hear back from our listeners too. uh, feedback, what you guys want to hear from us on the monthly moments with Mar and Britt, um, going forward. But yeah, I'm super excited and I am so excited to do this with you. Like, it's just it'll so be fun. fun. It'll yeah. be fun. And it'll be fun to like, look back to, I think that's always so exciting to see like, yeah, break it down and make it happen. Nice. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Cause there's a lot of shit that goes into it. And a lot, like you said, like you share a lot, like, I feel like I share a decent amount. Um, I've definitely pulled back on sharing like personal stuff. Cause people are like nasty. a little weird. People ask me where people I are a lot of weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like even like with you, like your kids, like I know when Atreyu moved in with us and we became his guardians, like at first, like he would be on my stories all the time. And I would like, 
I would share like our food tasting and all that. And people got so fucking weird about him. Like just like almost obsessive and just like always asking me personal questions about him. And I'm like, so I just stopped. I just stopped showing him. I just stopped sharing him. Cause I was like, y'all are weird. Like, I think it's yeah. weird that you want to know so many personal things about a child. Yeah, I know. It's weird. It is like, weird. Yeah. The internet is a weird place. So, um, this is, this will be our safe space to share the deets, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so. I'm excited for everyone to join and listen in and, you know, to hear what everyone has to say about, about it. So it'll be yeah. fun. I'm excited. Yes. So join us in at the end of February again for another monthly moments with Mar and Britt. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed this new series. We're so excited to keep making more. Um, and yeah, anything else you have for the people, Britt? Oh no, just uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to bring you guys along with this journey. So yes, let's all slay our goals. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave us a review. We greatly appreciate that. And we'll see you bitches next Monday. Bye.